Welcome to Food Navigator, USA's Soup to Nuts podcast with Elizabeth Crawford, where I dish with trendsetters, tastemakers, and industry experts about everything from emerging trends to regulatory pressures to marketing strategies. Despite efforts to upcycle ingredients, promote so-called ugly produce, and educate retailers and consumers about how to sell and use food before it spoils, food waste in the U.S. remains at a stubborn 30%, in part due to inaccuracies predicting consumer demand. According to retail analytics software firm Crisp, siloed, slow-moving, and inaccurate or inaccessible data about how much of a product consumers will want at a specific time and place has led to a just-in-case mentality in which players up and down the value chain overestimate need in order to hedge against potential shortfalls. At any given point in the supply chain, individual rounding errors may seem minuscule, but taken as a whole, they can snowball into an overestimation upwards of 40%, which Crisp Executive Vice President of Partnerships Len Ostroff explains leads to a waste and higher costs that squeeze companies' margins. He adds that while too much inventory is undesirable, so too is the risk of too little, or the wrong amount in the wrong place. In this episode of Food Navigator USA's Soup to Nuts podcast, Ostroff explains how CRISP's platform helps to right this imbalance, and in doing so, reduce food waste and boost companies' bottom lines by gathering and standardizing real-time data from multiple retailers and providing it to CPG companies in an easy-to-use format that can influence purchasing, production, and distribution decisions. The end result, he says, is two better bottom lines, less waste and less lost sales due to out-of-stocks, which both translate to higher profits. According to Ostroff, the inspiration for CRISP came from the witnessing of food waste and the realization of the hidden role that data and technology plays both in the problem and could play in the solution. So CRISP was founded on a mission to reduce food waste, and our founders um, identified that there's plenty of food to go around, and I think we all understand that, but about 30% of all food ends up in a landfill or not in someone's stomach. And, it, and they come from a uh, background in data, and they said, you know what, I, we're going to do some investigation on this. And they came to realize that the, the, the flow of data or the intelligence to be able to make a more resilient and efficient supply chain just wasn't there, that data has been historically locked up in retailer silos, retailer data silos. And look, retailers, to their, to their credit, they do share a lot of data with their suppliers, but that data has typically been, um, you know, been hard to access, or if it has been accessible, there's no standard in which, that, in, in which to utilize that data. And every retailer has their own level of technical capacity and capability to share that data. So, you know, CRISP understood that, that creating a standard data model for retailers and for retailer data and putting that into uh, the business systems that CPGs utilize, that we can make a more resilient and efficient supply chain that uh, we believe will help reduce waste overall. 
Ostrov added the impact of inaccurate or delayed data on food waste is magnified as it moves across the supply chain through what's known as the bullwhip effect, which can cause a relatively small error of plus or minus 5% to snowball into an error upwards of 40%. On, on, on the food waste side, it is, it is extraordinarily challenging to do any sort of demand prediction, especially if we look at over the last three years, right? So there was this concept that came around, uh, that came to, came to light called the bullwhip effect. And the, this, the phenomenon, especially when it relates to supply chain, occurs when there were just very small, in, in during pandemic, obviously very large, changes in consumer demand. And that causes all sorts of challenges and fluctuations in the upstream supply chain. So primarily it's due to a lack of communication and coordination between the retailer, the distributor, the manufacturer, and then all of the ingredients that go into that manufactured product. So as an example, uh, a retailer might increase their orders from a supplier based upon an unexpected surge in demand. But they, they, they may not communicate this to the supplier. They may not even understand why there's such a demand, but they do see it and they say, you know what? I got to make sure I have enough product on the shelf, so I'm going to increase my order. So that increase in demand then causes the distributor to increase orders from the supplier. And you can see this building upon itself. And then the supplier then increases their order from their own suppliers and so on. And this can result in um, very significant overproduction, excess inventory, and then waste each stage of the supply chain. Every participant is trying to hedge against potential shortfalls, and what that means is ultimately too much product is produced, and either it goes to waste or it's marked down or it goes on promotion, etc. As Ostroff noted, the bullwhip effect has become even more powerful since the pandemic began, when many in the food and beverage industry transitioned from a just-in-time approach to inventory to a just-in-case approach that gave them an extra cushion to avoid out-of-stocks if future deliveries were delayed. But as illustrated by rising costs and persistent food waste, neither solution is perfect, which is where Ostroff says that CRISP comes in. So, you know, we, we, we believe that better and easier access to reliable and high-quality data will enable all participants in the retail ecosystem to become more efficient. And by more efficient, that means they're producing the appropriate amount of product to satisfy demand, but not overproducing. They're also not underproducing so that there's out of stocks. And it, it, is, it is impossible to make these sort of data-driven decisions without having the data available in a clean, ready, and uh, um, you know, real-time basis. And Chris is, Chris is a platform that enables that to occur by working on behalf of CPGs to automate and accelerate their access to this retail data and making that data easier to use and understand. So, you know, as, as to, to, to dive into the details, we work as the CPG's first party agent. So we ingest the data from the retailer portals that they have access to, and then we organize it and present it in a manner that, in a manner that the CPG can make the best use of it and then drive those data-driven decisions. So the, the, the concept that we use is something called connectors, and we have both inbound and outbound connectors. 
So the inbound connectors are retail data sources. Think about the data portals uh, that the, the CPGs already access. Typically on a manual on a manual basis, they've got an analyst who signs in every day, downloads a bunch of Excel spreadsheets, munges them together, tries to make sense of them. There's transposition errors, there are copy errors, etc. And and that is uh, you know the day in the life of the analyst. So. Um, so we've got these inbound data sources, and then we've got these outbound connectors, and these are tools that the CPGs use every day. So think of them as their business intelligence systems or their cloud platforms. So we're not another data warehouse where the data comes into CRISP and you have to use CRISP in order to get that data. We, these outbound connectors are, make us open. So we, we, we have um, uh, built all of these outbound connectors so the data ends up on the CPG's platform of choice. For those CPGs that don't have cloud instances or BI tools, and let's say they're more on the emerging side, we do have on-platform lightweight analytics and dashboards, and our clients can get a quick glimpse of their year-over-year performance, overstock issues, where their, uh, uh, you know, where their best products are selling, all of those sorts of really interesting statistics that are available without doing any sort of data manipulation at all. They're just available on the dashboard every morning. For lean companies that cannot afford a full-time data scientist to crunch numbers, CRISP offers different levels of engagement with everything from pre-made dashboards that allow a hands-off view of business to detailed data that companies can use to create their own pivot tables. You know, I think here, here's the beauty of it. There's, there's a continuum of I don't even know how to open an Excel spreadsheet to I'm a data scientist that wants to use AI to help with my demand forecasting. So on the let's take the I'm afraid to even open an Excel spreadsheet or I don't know how to use Excel, you don't ever have to. We have, the, we have dashboards on the platform that show you everything. It is all there visually, and if you want to click in and get into the details of it, everything in those dashboards has a ton of data behind it. So let's say you're looking at your year-over-year sales and you see that they dipped in March. Well, what, where do they dip in March? Okay, just click on March, and it will show you all of the retailers that are carrying your product. And you can look and very intuitively see, oh, I'm selling really well across these retailers or in this region. I'm not selling so well here. Okay, which products are not selling well? Click on that retailer, and you will see all the products and their last 12-month sales, actually their last 24-month sales. You'll see what's sitting on the shelf, what's sitting in the distribution center. So without having a lick of knowledge about having to manipulate numbers, all the information is at your fingertips. On the exact flip side, to get a little bit technical, we work with all of the, we have outbound connectors to all of the major BI plat, business intelligence platforms as well as cloud platforms. So the their, you know, sophisticated CPGs who have their own data science team or their business intelligence team, they get the data in raw format on their platform in a manner in which they can consume it and make sense of it. So it already comes to them in a modern database structure. They can query that. They can build algorithms on top of that. And they know with confidence that that data is going to be there every morning in a clean and qualified fashion. 
So what are we talking here? What can CRISP actually show? According to Ostroff, almost everything a brand needs to know about their sales, distribution, incoming supply, upcoming expiration dates, and opportunities for promotions to boost sales before food goes bad. Plus a lot more. You know, some of our cases, and you know, maybe even many of our cases, especially for the emerging brands, these are the small up-and-coming uh, you know, natural food company, whatever they're selling. In many cases, it's the CEO or, or, or the founder that is trying to make sense of their business using data, and they spend so much time in these data portals, and then they've got to figure out, okay, now that I have the data in Excel, I've got to create pivot tables, and I've got to figure out what is the data telling me. When you have dashboards available to you every single morning that are refreshed every night with your latest sales information, what's sitting in your distribution centers, what are your top selling products, what products aren't selling so well, where you have risk of spoilage and maybe you should put those products on, on promotion. It just it, it frees up tens and tens of hours every week. So they can concentrate on growing their business and not being, uh, you know, data jockeys. The benefits that Crisp offers go beyond food waste reduction to more broadly support brands' relationships with retailers, drive sales, strategically increase distribution, and quickly identify problems in real time before they can have a significant negative impact. So, for example, when the iconic Italian coffee brand Illy expanded into the U.S. several years ago, it used CRISP to track inventory levels, identify consumption patterns, and identify opportunities to increase order volumes. Once they started using CRISP, they saw a 10% increase in sales because they were able to communicate better what their requirements were from the distributor and understand where the opportunities were. So, Essentially, by using CRISP, they were able to identify the inbound and outbound patterns from their distributors' distribution centers to understand the sales velocity and the shipment sizes. They then, really interestingly, overlaid syndicated data to understand consumption patterns, and where they saw the increasing demand, they noticed that the distributor orders were not keeping up. So... Illy, in partnership with their distributor, presented this information, and, they, and, and the distributor recognized the opportunity and increased the orders to fulfill the demand. So it really is a, a, a tremendous, uh, tremendous testament to the partnership that can be built between uh, a, a manufacturer and their distributor and their retailer partners um, when it comes to, to using data to drive those conversations. There are lots of opportunities, to your point, um, to use this data in new and interesting ways. We are, we are uh, not the arbiters of the way the data can be used. We just want to make this data available, and we think there are going to be applications that we, we can't even fathom. Right? There are going to be really new and interesting things that, that come from, from the availability of this data. So you know, one instance could be think about how AI could positively impact the supply chain how to better understand demand and supply. But in order for AI to you know, do its thing, it has to have data to feed it. So what we're building at CRISP is the data platform for the retail ecosystem, enabling all sorts of interesting and innovative solutions to be built on top of it. 
And frankly, we can't wait to see what some of these solutions are that come to market. We are not a solutions company. We're not building these applications. We're just enabling the data to be available upon which these applications can be built. Companies interested in learning more about CRISP can visit gocrisp.com and sign up for what Ostrov called a proof-of-value trial for 30 days, during which they can access the platform and determine if they want to subscribe. With that, we have come to the end of another episode of Food Navigator USA's Soup to Nuts podcast. I hope you'll join us again for another installment in the future, and to help you remember, I encourage you to subscribe. Until next time, this is Elizabeth Crawford wishing you a productive, profitable, and safe week. 